Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour podcast. In this episode, you can hear our badass balls-ups, your problems, our answers, and so much wisdom this week as we were joined by Anna Williamson, who stood in for Harriet while she was away. We hope you enjoy coming up next on the Badass Women's Hour podcast. One, two, three, four! Natalie, you've got our first badass balls up this week. What is it? I do. So this is a bit of a hybrid, actually, because there was an article in The Guardian um, that was talking about being terrified of public speaking and giving hints and tips. And I was asked twice last week. One person asked me, you know, how do they prepare for their first uh, keynote? And the other one said, how do I prepare to be on a panel for the first time? You know, hints, tips. And so I thought I'd bring it to the show. Yeah. What Mm. do you guys do to prepare to stand on a stage as an individual by yourself and do a keynote, but equally a panel, because they're two different mm, things. Mm. Yeah, I find a I find a panel a lot easier. I'm really super chilled with a panel mm. now. I'm not worried. So. But when I've got to stand up and do a talk, and it's actually a talk that I've written, I find that oh, less so now, but for years, I reckon it's taken me eight years to craft my presenting skills and it was basically a case of I want to be a really good presenter I need to find as many opportunities as I can to do it and I have to accept I'm going to learn as I go and I must admit those early years are literally the adrenaline rush Mm. feeling sick going to the toilet a million times before you get on the stage you know talking too fast power all of those I've made all of those mistakes but it's one of those things Mm. you have to just be committed to, to getting over it so that's what I did yeah, and I would say um, preparation is key, uh, as you say, particularly depending on what you're having to talk about. I mean, the, the, be- the best, if you're able, sometimes you're not able to prep, um, but as, as much prep as you can possibly do. So you're really up on what on what you know, need to deliver. And I always think I always revert back to my, my core, core thing, and that's authenticity. Mm. Just be real. Um, and if you are real, you know, the highs and the lows of whatever you're going to talk about, uh, if you make a fluff up or whatever, uh, the audience will, will respect that and they will often come away with you, um, come along with you with for the journey. So, um, And I also, I mean, it's a very practical one, but uh, some heavy, deep breathing. <laughs> yeah, Just slow yeah. it down, yeah. calm it down and just keep it real. Um, and, and I think often sometimes flipping it back onto the audience or the audience, everyone sitting there would be nervous if they were standing in your shoes. And I think sometimes it's, it's good just to remember that they are human as well as you and you're all the same. So I've made a pledge because I realised So I only I can only speak really well if I'm speaking from the heart and I don't need notes because I can't sight read very well. Yeah. Um, and as I've got more professional, 
I've had to write speeches and read them and I just fluff and it's awful. Mm. Uh, so uh, my advice to the system was know your style. Can you just riff from from your head? Can, do you need a couple of bullet points? Do you need a written speech? Yeah. And you can read it well, but still engage the audience. Yeah. Like figure that bit out and you'll be able to nail your keynote. But if you don't know what your flow is, then it'll be harder. That's yeah, a really so. good point. I'm, I'm a bullet pointer. Mm. Um, and as you say, if I, if I write it all down, I tend to, uh, I scan read a lot. Mm. Uh, I think that's just years of being in telly and reading auto cue. I'm just used to very quickly scan reading. Mm. Um, so as you said, I think for me, it's bullet points and to try and keep it succinct. Someone told me a technique to draw to draw the points that you're going to make or to draw on one page what your talk is and that nice. visual helps oh, you as well so that yeah. you know because it's quite difficult to read bullets but if yeah. you see a, a ropey sketch apparently <laughs> that helps <laughs> i can see that would be quite effective. A, stick, a stick man a stick man yeah. I, was say, I can't yeah. read my handwriting so anything's better than me writing it down i've got one here from susie it came in via twitter she said my best friend is vegan and keeps telling me i should be too i think i'd like to give it a go but i don't know where to start any suggestions have you two done any like veganism? Not vegan. I did vegetarian. Vegeta- vegeta- I, I was a vegetarian, uh, but that was just I was just thirteen and and trying to rebel against my parents <laughs> and uh, and decided that I was not going to eat meat anymore just to be really awkward because they're big meat eaters. But um, and guess what? Guess what broke me? I did it for a year actually. Bacon, bacon. yeah, bacon <laughs> always, sandwich. yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, so I've not tried vegan. I mean, veganism is huge as we know. Um, haven't tried the vegan thing personally. I would think it would be quite hard for me. But I, I would say if Susie wants to give it a try, um, give it a crack. And I think there's so many media news articles um, everywhere. I think just type into a Google search engine or pick up any food mag. And I think that's going to be a good starting point. it's easier to be vegan. I feel like more of the chain restaurants now are doing vegan options. So I do feel like it's a little bit easier than it perhaps was, say, 10 years ago. But it's not either or. I mean, you could start off two days a week being vegan. I mean, you know, Susie, don't 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 just tomorrow wake up and say no meat in your diet because you don't know if your body's going to respond well. So maybe two days a week, then move to three, move to four. Just yeah. ease it in. And if yeah. you don't like it, it doesn't matter. Listen, you're the only person holding yourself accountable. So give it a try. There's no rules. What else have we got? Well, uh, a little bit of relationships now uh, from B in Twitter. Um, thanks for um, tweeting in B. Anyone else can at Talk Radios. Now she says, uh, why are relationships so difficult? I was single for a while and I met a, a, a real partner um, about eight months ago. I think she had a really nice partner about eight months ago. Uh, when I was single, all I wanted uh, was a relationship. Uh, and now I'm, uh, now I'm in one. The challenges are making me want to be single again. <laughs> I'll be. Well, the first thing, the first things first, I think we've all been there, sister, right? And it's classic grass is greener. And I think sometimes we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. Um, I think first of all, my love, you've got to work out who you are, actually. I think there needs to be a little bit of just checking in with you. What do you want out of a relationship? Why do you want a relationship? What is it you value in a relationship? Find out what you can bring to a relationship. Ask yourself all of these questions to work out who you are as a person, what you offer someone in a relationship. And also just accepting that every relationship that you've probably got in your life there will be ups and downs whether that's with family members with friends with colleagues even people you really like and profess to get on with most of the time there will be occasions when they annoy you and I think we just have to get that perspective in play um, yeah. at all times and I think if you're looking for perfection in a relationship listen up sister you ain't never gonna find it and I don't mean that as a negative but I think that's just being realistic so I would say look for the positives in that relationship and any any negatives that are in there you gotta go to the heart of it 
Mm-hmm. You've got to go and talk to that guy. I'm assuming it's a guy. You've got to go and talk to that person and just iron out anything that's slightly bothering People you. People just don't realise the work that goes into relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all the wonderful stuff and, you know, the, the honeymoon phase is amazing. But for longevity in a relationship, that's, that takes a lot of work, takes a lot of communication, can take some compromise. Yeah. And we change. I think we evolve. I mean, I've been married for nearly three years now. We've we've got a baby that we threw into the mix now with all that, and just threw and him in. Just, <laughs> just threw him in. Um, but the challenge, the challenges that that we we have faced, particularly over the last eighteen months, have my goodness, it, it it threatens it threatened to pull us apart on many occasions. But I think it's how you work through that marriage, and and, and I'm using marriage as an example. But just just don't give up. I think you have to just work a little bit mm. harder. Just iron out everything. Is and and if you make a decision to split, then at least you have looked at all those options up front and worked out why you can't make it work yeah I was was gonna say B have you asked yourself what you actually want because Mm. I think it feels like a bit of a grass is greener situation have you just meditated Mm. you know to really what is it that you want maybe you don't want a relationship and you wanted it because you were single maybe you want polyamory <laughs> yeah. You know, but, but sometimes the, the fantasy is is some is so much better yeah, than the exactly. reality. In fact, funnily enough, if I didn't know better, I would have said this to one of my very good friends who <laughs> who has has recently uh, got into a relationship, wanted one for years, and she has met what I would call the perfect man. Uh, and now she's going, oh, it's a bit. Oh, yeah. I've got to see him every. I'm used to my single life, you know. And I think sometimes, you, as you, exactly as you say, what do you want? Yeah. What do you yeah, need? Yeah, because I also think when you're in a relationship, it can throw up lots of stuff. You know, if you're being single and living mm. your life, it's not till you're in a relationship that can start to throw up some of your insecurities your fears some like weird behaviors or whatever so yeah it's uh yeah i mean yeah maybe don't overanalyze it too much enjoy it enjoy the sunday spoons yeah yeah, um, yeah, I was just yeah. thinking of spoons. Yeah, but that's another thing that's changed in my marriage. I used to love a bit of spooning. <laughs> now I'm like, get away from me, you're hot. Leave me alone. Stop snoring. Um, we've got time for one uh, from Debs. Yes, we've, we have. But, yeah. Piling in with that. Well, anyway, be good luck. Let us know how you get on. Um, Debs uh, on Insta um, has got in touch to say, how do I deal? Ah, oh, work question. Yeah. Oh, always tricky. And that's okay. always good with these. It's all right. Okay, I'm going to chuck this one over to Nightmare. <laughs> How do I deal with a team member who I am managing who keeps um, bringing jobs back to me only half completed? She brings me all sorts of excuses as to why things can't be done. But yet I can easily come up with three or four different ways uh, that she could that the problem could be solved. Do I just have a super smart brain or is she being really lazy? It's really starting to drain me. Uh, Debs, yeah, you, you could be very smart. Uh, there are so many things. I mean, just, and that says, I mean she, could, she could just genuinely be struggling with this role and perhaps the role isn't for her or maybe it has mm. changed from what she thought it was. I think that the main thing that screams at me from here is you're, this is something isn't working here with, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not working for you. You're getting drained. That's no good. This person seems to be struggling. She's making excuses. You only make excuses because you're not too sure what you're doing and perhaps she isn't feeling confident enough to hold her hand up and actually ask for help. Asking for help is one of the hardest things people can do. I know that personally, but it's one of the bravest things you can do. So I think give her a channel to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Open it out to her. Is everything okay? Is there anything you need help with anything I can do to help you or to, to, to sort this out and I think once we've got that that channel of communication open uh, we might be able to resolve some of these issues see I would add that maybe you need to have a conversation about professional behaviors and professional <laughs> behaviors are that you try and solve problems before you bring them up the mm. chain and so when you present an issue maybe also offer ways to solve them and so the conversation Mm. you have is about how do we solve it based on the things that I've already thought of as opposed to just saying 
this is half done. Help. It's keeping it positive. Yeah, it's exactly. always keeping it in that positive tone. It's like, yeah. and and it's kind of what we, I won't use the real term, but what a poo sandwich almost. Yeah. You know, like start yeah. start with this is great. This is great. This, however, yeah. could we focus on the middle bit, the challenging bit, the message you want to get through, and then finish yeah. it with a. And you know what? I know you're great and you're really committed. Yeah. And and actually, I think it's a really effective technique when you yeah. really have to try and um yeah get someone to help change their behaviour a little bit. But also, Debs, babe, you're probably just really smart as well. So, you know, pat <laughs> yeah, yourself on the back for that. Smart brain. Yeah. Ask for yeah. a pay rise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Not easy. So I've got a good one. This comes from Aisha from Facebook. She says, I think I need to break up with a friend. We've known each other since we we're 15, but our lives have moved in such different directions that when we go out, we end up re- reminiscing on our past lives we lived together because that's all we really have in common now. Have you ever broken up with a friend? How did you do it? Should I do this? Ooh, I think friendships yeah. are like seasons. Yeah. They come and they go. Yeah, they do. They and do. And I think it's okay sometimes. I get asked this quite a lot. Um, and I think it's the hardest thing to sometimes know. I'm not suggesting you do this, Aisha, but sometimes it is accepting that actually people do change. We just talked about relationships and friendships do change. And what do we base a friendship on most of the time? It's things we have in common. It's things that we respect with each other, the same core values and beliefs. And as they and if they change as life goes on, it can be really challenging to keep that meaningful friendship going. And if your friendship is based on a past, that's a, that's a good foundation. But if it isn't serving you very well moving forward, then I think, I, I think don't be too worried about just sort of letting that maybe just create some distance from that but I wouldn't actually put I don't know about you girls yeah, but I wouldn't I actively know. do it I would just I don't think you need to go right you don't, I don't want to be a friend anymore Anna's basically trying to say ghoster yeah <laughs> <saying ghoster. laughs> no, I just think, no, but I think it, it's, it's a tricky one I think it's I think it's really hard because you don't want to because it sounds like you don't you don't uh, don't like you don't not like each other mm. but you say ghosting's not people. cool either yeah. just different people and I think sometimes um you know, we do it in co- in in uh, in therapy. Mirror match, pace lead. If you mirror a match a little bit, if someone just starting to just gently pull away, but by doing it in a nice way. Actually, I'm I'm you know I'm away for the summer or whatever it may be, or I don't know. I I've think had this with friends, and for me, it's like I love you. I just don't need you in my life right now. Like do you say that to them though. Yeah, from, what do you do? Yeah, actually, one friend. I was like, do you know what? We just don't click as friends, but I will always love you. Like I've known her since I was. 10 we are fundamentally different people and we had a sit down and I tried to explain my position and it just wasn't coming across and I was like do you know what if we met now we wouldn't be friends so Mm. I love you but I don't need you in my life and how did that how did that end she was like cool she'd take you off my Christmas card list yeah oh cool yeah. And so, you know, we don't communicate or, or, or talk. We see each other on social. If we bumped each, into each other in the street, you know, it'd be love and hugs. But we'd automatically go back to who we were then. Right. We mm-hmm. do not have a friendship as who we are now. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And I think it can be really difficult. Um, but I think you're right. You don't have to do it. It's just sort of like, yeah, just distancing a little bit, isn't it? But I think if something... Aisha's aware of it, I'm pretty sure her friend's aware yeah, of it. Yeah. And... and and maybe sometimes as well, it can be when when it feels appropriate when you do see her, um, maybe even just name it a little bit. You know, gosh, doesn't it feel like we're such different people now? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just throw that open conversation out a bit and see what that response is. She might go, what? No, we're not. We're, you're my bestest friend of the whole wide world. Or she might go, yeah, you're right, actually. Um, yeah, we've we've. We've got different lives now. And mm. I think open that out and see where that conversation might take you and it'll give you a big clue as to where it might go. But it's also fear of not then having other friends. 
So we've had lots of questions before about how do you make new friends in your 30s and 40s and 50s? And so it's looking around to see, you know, what's the rest of your support system? Yeah, that's true. It's not, yeah, it's not easy, is it? But yeah, I think you just have you have different friends for different phases in your life. You I do. think, and I think it's all right. And I think most people acknowledge that, don't they? I think people realise that. Yeah, and 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 also, but the reality is as well. Sometimes it is a bit upsetting, you know. Sometimes you you can't you know tick tick make it perfect as you go through life, mm. like you would in any any other relationship. I mean, I've kind of found myself a little bit in that in that boat having a baby, and I think nothing changes sort of your friendship group to an extent. I mean. You're, my core friends and my core friends always will be but I've made new friends through being mum friends I didn't think I needed genuinely Um, but actually I really need them because I and I really needed people that got what I was experiencing in the here and the now and now I am blessed to have a, a another friendship group of people that I know I will be friends with for the rest of my life but I've got so much in common with them that with some other friends, perhaps not so much at the moment because I'm so caught up in baby land until sort of my life settles down a bit more. Mm. You can see that shift. But but then I think with Aisha, that responsibility is down to me now as a friend to not isolate, to reach out. So to my other friends who haven't got kids yet and are feeling that pinch sometimes, it isn't going, oh, bye. You know, I think there's a responsibility as a friend to put the effort into the relationships that do really matter to so you. So my, yeah. my wry smile at you was that I was like, what, your husband is not the only friend that you need? <laughs> I was thinking about the, the other question that came up earlier in the break around oh, yeah. relationships and being single. Because I do have friends that are like, but my partner's the only person I need in my life. Uh, <laughs> really? I mean, my, my husband's okay. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with him. But seriously, if I didn't have my girls' nights out, I'd be screwed. <laughs> This has been Badass Women's Hours, Badass Bulls Ups. If you enjoyed it, you know what you should do? Rate, review and subscribe. Five stars, please. And of course, if you've got a problem you want our advice on, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the socials at Badass Women's Hour. HR at Badass Women's Hour. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.